is a sales trainer. Start again. Missy Henkel lives in Queensland, Australia, and is a sales trainer whose low-cost sales programs help hundreds of people every year increase their sales and make more money. Misty speaks to business groups each week on the topic of closing sales and overcoming sales anxiety and is available to speak at corporate events from $2,000. She is well-known all over the world for simplifying the sales process and her two sales books, which can be purchased directly from her. Follow simple strategies to close sales on any product or service. And just like Ryan Reynolds, Misty is easily found on Google. Just like Ryan Reynolds, that's me. So Google Ryan Reynolds and see what comes up, then Google me and see what comes up. We're both very high up the top. (laughs) All right. So today's class, I'm going to flip the script a little bit on today's class. So when it comes to selling, as salesmen, we learn to sell. We learn through trial and error, through talking to customers and things like that. Another way to learn to sell is to be the customer. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So just a couple of things. There was a guy, there's a guy named Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Outliers and it's to do with um, uh, how many hours does it take of practice to reach mastery. So according to him, 10,000 hours of practice to reach mastery on average, the average work week, 40 hours a week is 2,000 hours a year. He says it takes 10 years, which means that's for um, 20 hours a week would reach mastery, do that every week for 10 years. That's 40, four hours a day. When it comes to selling, it's about it's the only thing. Feel free to find something else that you need another person to practice in order to get good at. But I haven't been able to come up with anything yet where you can't just, as a person, just go off and try and practice it yourself. I mean, even driving a car, you technically need someone with you to practice driving, right, technically, However, you can practice driving a car by yourself, let's say if you're in the backyard or something, like somewhere safe. But, I mean, you can technically do that by yourself. So play the piano, you have to sit down at the piano, the music, and you, you practice, right? Reading, it's just you and the book. But when it comes to selling, you actually need another person because you need the feedback from the other side. You can talk about this all to yourself as much as you like, but in the end it's to do with the reaction of the other person. And so when it comes to selling and getting your 10,000 um, your, your 10, hours of mastery, the average salesman that, let's say, is in a retail store would be lucky, incredibly lucky, if they had the opportunity to sell for the equivalent of one hour per day in an eight-hour day. And that means a lot of customers are coming in. The average time that you spend with a customer is less than 10 minutes. So to practice for a whole hour you need more than six customers that you need to be practicing the sales component of, not just the high, how are you going, but it's actually the sales component. But if you were to practice, let's say, it for one hour every day, if you got that lucky, one hour every day, that's five hours a week. At the end of the year, that's 250 hours. Take you over 40 years to reach mastery. And you can see why sometimes people get frustrated with being a salesman and say, I can't do it, it's really hard. The truth is, is the practice isn't there. The other side of it is becomes people can say, well, you should just practice selling. But how do you do that? Because if you don't have the customer to practice with, what exactly is it that you're supposed to be doing? And it's easy to practice. It would seem easy to practice with a fellow salesman if you work in a retail store. But honestly, what is it that you're supposed to be saying to one to get the feedback, the proper customer type feedback? 
So here's an interesting little scenario. The other day I was having a one-to-one with someone. And for those who know me, you've probably heard this plenty of times, I ask three questions when it comes to um, one-to-ones. There's three things I want to know about someone in a one-to-one and there's three things I want to pass off about me. Here's what they are. What do you sell? How much does it cost and who buys it? Clearly I'm a sales trainer because that's the only thing I'm really interested in is what do you sell? How much does it cost and who buys it? So I ask this person, so answer these three things for me. So he tells me what he sells in a quite roundabout way and he gets to the type of person that buys it in a roundabout way. And I said, so how much does that cost? And I think it was something to do with, oh, it was not necessarily a mastermind group, but it sounded similar to that. He said it wasn't a mastermind group, but it sounded similar. So let's pretend it was a mastermind group. And I said, so how much does that cost? Here's what he said to me. You know, I can't tell you that. I said, why not? And he said, because you're not ready to hear the answer. Oh, look at the looks on your faces. (laughs) And that's how you practice being a customer so that you understand what it's like when we salesmen refuse to say a price. The truth is when a customer is saying to you, how much is it? They literally are just curious, how much is it, right? Or they're like, well, I've got money in my account and I'm ready to go right now. I need to know how much it is so I can buy it. Or I need the information so I can tell my sister because she really needs to buy it and I'm just going to tell her. Or I need the information to tell my mom. I'm telling her she's getting it for my sister. Someone's paying for it, right? And so we as customers actually can handle any price that comes our way because we already have it planned in our head. Sometimes the price is more than what we want it to be or it might be, it might be just different to what we think. But as customers, we can actually handle it. So I thought we might just go around and ask a couple of questions. What are some lines that you have heard a salesman say to you under their refusal to give you a price when asked? Stuart, you'll have one. Come with me. You need to watch a 15-minute presentation. Then you can select a key from a bucket and then we might talk to you about the price. Yes. <laughs> There's one. What's the typical coach one? Let me see if you're coachable first. Is yeah. their line before they get to a price? Or I've just got to check that, you know, we'll have a discovery call <clears throat> to see if you're coachable. You know, you've got to see if you like me and I like you and see if you're comfortable. How much is it? Let's see if we're coachable. Um, anyone else? Who's got another one? I had one, I was shopping for a vacuum cleaner of all things um, with my husband and we were in, I think it, this is a long time ago, and we were in Harvey Norman and they um, this got the sales guy, actually, when I asked how much it was, he actually turned his back on me and spoke to my husband for the rest of the time that we were there. So um, I just walked away and, I'm sure, and Ken said something along the lines of, I think you've just lost the sale because she's the one with the money. Yeah, nice one. I love that, and it's recording, so it's going to come down like an absolute ton of bricks in my head. I just love that they went to your husband to vacuum the house. Yeah. And you're the one asking about the vacuum cleaner. I love it. (laughs) It's not like you were buying a car. No, exactly. Um, All right. How about um, I need to tell you the benefits first. I need to explain more about it before I get to the price. You need to understand what it is I'm selling first before I get to the price. Isn't that interesting? 
You need to understand what it is that I'm selling before I even talk to you about price. Why does anyone need to understand anything? <laughs> if they're asking sound much, really dodgy. Or makes them think that the customer doesn't actually know what they're looking at in the first place. So let's have a look at these take-homes of what are you getting from this as, as in these lines? What's, what's the problem? I'm trying to, how do I word it? All right. So from my perspective to you is for us to be able to practice as being a customer to know that these lines don't work on us so they can't work on our customers. So they're not good lines to use when trying to say what it is that we're doing. Question, put your hand up. Who here needs to have a product or service explained to them before they're told the price? Debbie and Fred, Faye, you can't go to Google and work it out before you talk to somebody? (laughs) You've never gone to Google to work it out before you talk to somebody? (laughs) It depends on the service. Depends on what the offer is and how big it is. Like if it's if it's like if you're going to buy a vacuum cleaner, it's not a brainer. It's a vacuum cleaner, right? But if it's a oh, I don't know. I used to sell Kirby's, mate. <laughs> I did used gave, to sell Kirby's. I gave them away. I thought they gave them away. Yeah, but yeah, it depends on the level of service. Like yeah. basic products, yeah, you can just give them the price. But anything else, I, I want to know the details for sure before I want before I even ask for the price. The same year for me, uh, Misty, uh, because someone was trying to sell me, uh, well, get me to be an agent for a, a safety uh, software that they had. And he was straight away telling me how much I'm going to earn. And, I mean, I didn't have the information to say what I'm selling. Sure. So sure. I needed to know what the product was and what it is. Um, please feel free to jump onto your first social media platform. What are you doing, Jason? <laughs> And how awesome we are because we want everyone to have a fear of not being here. It's coming from you, Jason. You're not on mute. And Jason, we can hear that. Each other to grow their business. Jason can't hear anything. Commitment to our values. I can't hear you. Sorry. All right. So I'm hearing what you're saying, Faye, and I'm hearing what you said, Fred. But here's the thing. If a customer's, if you're a customer said, how much is it? Well, then you don't need more explanation because you've gotten to the point of asking how much is it. Okay. Right? And that there is the point. When the customer gets to the point of asking how much is it, then you don't need to give them more information of what they didn't ask for. Now, if you are getting sold to about something, you can make this much money and this and that and everything else and you should come and work for me and you should sell this thing, sure, you have more questions to ask, right? And if you don't know about something yet that you want more information about and you haven't asked price, fair enough. But once you get to the point of asking price, then you don't need more information because you've asked for the price as customer, which means for us as salesmen, by the time a customer asks for the price, whether we've met that person or not, our job is to answer the price question, not skirt around it underneath the general fear that they're not going to understand. The guy that said to me, oh, I can't tell you just yet because you won't understand it. What do you think he was trying to say to me? Or what's your take on that if someone said that to you? You're a bit simple. Yes. He was telling me that I don't know anything in the world and clearly I need more explanation. So he was, yes, telling me I was simple or quite stupid. Yes. 
that was one way that I took it. You think that I don't know anything? Oh, Prime you for the fact that it's probably going to be really expensive? Yes. Prime right. for the fact that it's really expensive, absolutely. My take also was that um, you don't believe in your price, do you? And you are about to try and rip me off. Or you're just so uncomfortable with saying it because you've got problems about money. You think that I'm going to have the same problem as well. So there you go. Today's class is put yourself in the shoes of the customer and think about that. But when it comes to selling, one of the most important questions that you will get asked that you have to be able to answer is how much does it cost? It is so important that grocery stores know this and they always put a price with their products on the shelf, knowing that we can't buy it easily if the price isn't there. So there you go. That's 